A summer of tennis is upon us. I know you're excited about it, Candice. I'm excited. Like, I obviously love the cricket, but I think I love the summer of tennis more. Oh, huge. And Have you told David David Warner that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he knows. <laughs> he knows. But, um, yeah, so I'm super excited to, to be chatting to Wally today. There, there is a great event to go to in Sydney, and we're going to ask the great Doesn't matter man. what I think. Uh, I know you love tennis. Yeah. You're a big tennis guy. I like tennis. Mm. Just getting that in there. <laughs> no one knows tennis like Wally Masur, coach, commentator, former pro. He's the Holy Trinity. Uh, morning, Wally. Morning, guys. Well, that's funny because I actually really enjoyed the Ashes. But anyway, I don't <laughs> Wally, the international tennis uh, season kicks off with a new look United Cup. Uh, and it's an, across two host cities, Perth and Sydney. Uh, how, how good is this going to be? There's some fantastic yeah. players. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to Italy being a part of it. That's right. We've got nine of the top 20 men in action, five of the top 10 women. Novak Djokovic will be here, Igor Sviontek, world number one. So it's going to be a pretty hot field. So basically, it'll be a men's singles, a women's single, and then a mixed doubles. And Australia right now has the number one doubles player in the world in Storm Hunter and the number four men's doubles player in the world in Matt Ebden. So I reckon we've got a pretty good team with Demon, Isla, Tomjanovic and those two. No wonder all the top ones are turning up too. The prize money looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, well, it's a it's a story in sport, isn't it? The money just keeps growing exponentially. But I think it's about a $15 million prize pool that they're playing for. And there are ATP and WTA points on the line as well. So that always gives it legitimacy. So uh, this is going to be a fantastic tournament. But there's news today that Rafa Nadal will be turning to uh, the Brisbane International. So that's good news for Rafa fans. Isn't it amazing? I mean, I, I just look at the motivation of, obviously, Roger retired injured, but, uh, you know, the motivation of Rafa and, and a Novak, for example, who've just achieved so much in the sport, and um, they just keep pushing themselves. And look, one thing, if Rafa shows up, you know he's going to give his absolute best and he'll be ready to play. I mean, he's an incredible professional. That's a huge boost for the Brisbane event. Uh, he's one of my favourite players of all time because if you pay... The admission fee, and you go to watch Rafa play, you'll get your money's worth. He's absolutely awesome. All those names you just mentioned, you know, Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, they've been dominant for so long. They're starting to retire, you know, one by one. Who for you sits in the next crop of superstars? Who are the names we should uh, know? And, and can any of them eclipse the legacies that, that these fellas have left? Yeah, it's really interesting these days because you sort of think, you see some young 17, 18, 19-year-old players, and you think they're going to threaten the top players, but... What's sort of become apparent, you know, the athleticism in the sport has improved so much that these young players need a series of physical pre-seasons that they have to go through to be able to match the big players in the best of five set sort of scenarios. And then they just need to get, you know, a volume of matches under their belt, build points, build confidence, build beliefs. So, you know, Sinner, uh, TFO, obviously Alcaraz poked his head up at a very young age and mm. just played some extraordinary tennis to grab a couple of majors already. So he's, he's definitely the next heir apparent. Um, I quite like this young kid, Ben Shelton. Um, he's a young American. He, he serves about 250 kilometres an hour. He's Ooh. an absolute beast. I used to play against his dad, so that makes me feel pretty <laughs> old. Um, I, I would keep my eye out for him. And I think Francis Tiafo. Now, these are names that you've probably heard. They're not like, you know, complete rookies. Yeah. I think they're um, 16 and, like, and 17. In, I think they're 16 and 17 in the world, respectively, at the moment. Do you know more than I do? But, um, Look, yeah, I think keep keep an eye out for those sort of players to win majors because they've got the physicality and they've mm. got the game. But, you know, just getting back to the United Cup, um, it, it's a massive event. So they start in Perth and they start in Sydney on the 29th. 
and the finals will come together for the final three or four days in Sydney um, between, say, the 3rd of Jan and the 7th of Jan. So it's going to be an absolute smorgasbord of tennis to kick will, abs- uh, 2024. Great Christmas present as well, because these tickets are very affordable. Yeah. 40, $40 for, for adults, 20 for kids, or $100 for a family pass for a day of tennis. That's great For fun. a family, $100 at that level of competition with that standard of player playing, uh, that's, that's a fantastic My daughters deal. play tennis, mm. and uh, they will be going. So we'll be looking at the draw, looking at... Um, Hopefully, if David makes that Sydney Test match, looking at when he'll be batting, and and we'll definitely be out there because when you've got uh, players, well, while he's batting, <laughs> yeah. international, you know, when you've got these incredible players on our yeah. doorstep, you know, for young females and and young boys out there, oh, great to, role models, absolutely yeah. fantastic role models. But to see them in action and how they go about it. We don't get that opportunity. We get it once a year, so it'll be really special. Absolutely. Uh, it is from the 29th to the 7th of January. You can get your tickets at unitedcup.com and you'll hear this man calling it. Wally Masur, thanks for your time today. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Oh, I like this. New Blues coach Michael Maguire has put form above incumbency and also plans to gauge Jack Whiten's interest about coming out of representative retirement for next year's State of Origin series. He said this during the week. I'm going to let all the players play. And then, uh, obviously, there I'll assess how they're all going. Um, I haven't got no preconceived ideas about what the team's going to look like. Well, that's how you coach. See, it I works like for Queensland, it. that that whole, you know, I'm an incumbent, mm. I pull on the, the Maroon jersey, I'm a different person. That doesn't work for New South Wales. I agree with him 100%. You play the best players in their position at the time. Yep, I And agree. I reckon it works for New South Wales. And I think that's where they've kind of... Got it a little bit wrong last year. Some of the players were playing out of position and they weren't necessarily picked on their current form. Mm. Uh, but, you know, he's putting a really great structure and staff around him. Matt King, a former New yeah. South Wales player, I think he's been at the Roosters for a little while, mm-hmm. so he's going to be there. John Cartwright, I think, oh. is the assistant. Brett White. Oh. Um, and then uh, Frank, Pan- is it Panisi? Panisi, yeah. Panisi, From the yeah, Storm. will be the team yeah. performance manager. So Good team. I like it. Great. Two years. Yep. Maguire will be there for two years, and I think um, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm excited about it. Do we need to be knocking on Jack Whiten's door to return to the representative arena? I would have thought we've got a lot of only emerging. if he's the best player in his position at the time. That's the thing. I loved Bradman best last year. See, you're talking about history here. You That's know? right. This is what he's not talking about. Mm. No history. You're right. You're right. So history what is that? I shouldn't have done it. Okay, so then where does Tedesco fit in? Well, I don't know if he does. Well, he, he may, if he's the best player in is. his position there at the time. Okay, he, what about Luttrell? Same. I think he's going to say the same thing. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you could get a run in the, in the coaching staff. You want to go through every former player? Because <laughs> they're going to get the same answer. We don't have time. time. Um, Panthers Deputy Chairman Greg Alexander has slammed a report that Penrith would entertain an immediate player swap deal for star 5'8 Jerome Luai. I was mad about this. Right, why? Uh, I was so angry about this. Well, it, it, Are you the, okay? Yeah, I'm okay now. I've calmed down. But they were saying that David Clemmer and uh, Lachlan Galvin would come over from the Tigers, immediate swap for uh, for Jerome Luai. What you, and I like David Clemmer. I think, he's, I think he's a wonderful player. He would not get a start at Penrith. See, this is all you're worried about. You just don't want him at Penrith, right? No, no I don't. I don't mind for. Da- I'm worried for David Clemmer because he wouldn't get a run at Penrith. Okay, you're worried for David Clemmer. What about you know what? During- he's a, have you seen him? Yeah. He doesn't need you worrying about No, but if you're a player, you want to play every week, and it you wouldn't might, be doing that at But Penrith. would it not be about depth? And when you have half your team out during Origin, he would be... Have you seen the depth already at Penrith? Oh, 
depth ears. coming out the ears. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You know what? Home. That quickly evaporates. You've jinxed them now. No, I'm not. De- you no. have jinxed Penrith. No. That's an, that's an early prediction for next year. <laughs> uh, well, that rumour was possibly started by uh, player manager Isaac Moses, who uh, manages both Galvin and Clemmer. So mm. I think the You're not happy with that either? No, I don't like that. It's just, it's, you're worried about so much stuff. They're not worried about you. I feel like you today. Do you know what I notice what you do, Brendo? What's that? When you're thinking or you're talking about your Panthers, mm. you rub the tips of your fingers together like you're rolling a boogie. <laughs> do I? Yes, and I often think, what are you rolling in I, that hand? Do I? I could, I? I could yes. think of a thousand other things you might be rolling. Rolling that, a, a that boogie. Just, just me. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that. I'm just looking for the roll and the flick. <laughs> <laughs> You have to watch that. Um, F one. Let's go to the F one. I can't unsee that. No, now. I know. I've yeah. You can't roll the fingers now. Well, I'm so thinks. worried about how what I'm doing with my hands now. I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, F one champion Max Verstappen has broken an unwritten rule by not showing up to the Formula One drivers' end of season dinner in Abu Dhabi, and he's got form. The prick. He's got, he's got form. I'm off him. I am off More him. More power to him, I say. There's nothing worse than, a, than an award ceremony. That's it's just the worst. No, it's not an award ceremony. He's a tight ass. It's a dinner. It's a, So all 20 drivers, they get together. It's pretty much the only time they all see each other in the same room. 20 drivers at the end of the year. It's nice that they're friends that they can do so, that. Oh, they're, they're not friends, but they get friends. together for a dinner. They all hate each other. No, they all hate each other, which is why well, some why of them don't come. Why would you want to have dinner together? So the unwritten rule is that at the end of the dinner, the champion of the F1 that year foots the bill. For all these billionaires, so so it's kind of like, ha, we ate your food and now you're paying. That's yeah, about as much love yeah. as he's going to get. Why he, would you go? He won it last year. He didn't turn up. He won it again this year. He didn't Did turn he pay? Up. Lewis Hamilton, who hasn't won a race this year, had to foot the bill. Oh, poor Lewis. Did he Boo-hoo. turn up the previous years when he hadn't won and I'd, he ate the food? I only went back a couple of years. Okay. I mean, I got other things on during the week. <laughs> <laughs> I only went back a couple of years. But he's a tight ass. I'm off Max, Vers- uh, Max Verstappen. There are some famous tight asses. In like the world. who? Oh, well, I love him dearly. Mm. Like, this is a man I love dearly. Damien Oliver, the champion jockey. Is he? Very careful with money. Oh. I'll give you an example, right? Two. Once I was in the car coming home from the races with him, and he was talking to Lee on the phone. I said, Damien, it was his, he just got a mobile phone. Okay. This is when they were first coming out. Nokia 5110. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I said, can I just, I just need to talk to him for a second. He hung up and said... It's expensive, you know. Use your own phone. Oh, right? oh Which yeah. Which is unbelievable, oh, right? I okay. just looked at him and thought, my God. Anyway, <laughs> apparently it hasn't changed because when he was going to retire, he had an old pair of boots that looked like he'd walked right through a Ukrainian minefield in yeah. them. They were wrecked, right? Mm. Had it. And he was walking across the jockey's room and the jockey's thought, oh, he's going to throw them in the bin. He put them on a shelf and put $50 on them. Oh, $50 for those. For those. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's the, what I'm told. The original Facebook marketplace. <laughs> He's just amazing. Well, let's, let's get your tight asses on 13353. Uh, dob in your tight ass, mate. Should we do that? There's yeah, plenty yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, we, weren't, we weren't really exceptionally tight ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Issues. Damien Oliver level parsimony. <laughs> no, That's what we're looking for. I don't want Damien to hear this and think, <laughs> I love him. You well, you know? gave, like, well, it's two stories and they were both Damien Oliver. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you've got to share it around if you don't want him to think that. He knows what he is. Uh, $100 to spend at Red Rooster. There's a bit of everything in every Red Rooster mega box. The Rooster is calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. Uh, we want your tight ass mates. One triple three five three. Bit of ELO. Love it. Mm. ELO. Yeah. Wow. Electric not, not Light DFO. Orchestra if you're playing at home. <laughs> well, I think I saw them in the 80s. <laughs> 
Asking you on 13353 about your tired ass mates. Dob them in after Max Verstappen, multi-millionaire winner of the F1 uh, championship. He didn't turn up for a dinner he was meant to foot the bill for. You know what? I can't blame him. Why would you want to turn up with a dinner with 14 other blokes that hate you because it's and just, shout them dinner? Because it's what you do. It's really? part of their tradition. Yeah, and... tradition. You're a traditional guy. Not for those traditions. Not those traditions. No. Not where you have to pay. No, you no know, I'm not tradi- about paying. I know what they're thinking. Haven't you seen whenever he takes his wallet out? There's just moths flying out. <laughs> oh, yes. I've, that old one. One triple three five three. A Graham uh, in Southwest Sydney. How are you, Graham? Good ladies who's... and gents. Oh, good. G'day. Oh, it's hello. eager. That'll be us. Uh, uh, who's, uh, yes. Who's the tight ass mate? One. We, 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 um, a bloke I used to work with. Uh, he was one of our supervisors, and we got paid fortnightly. And we're working in the city of Sydney, and um, every time we had a shout, he'd go miss, miss, missing, and uh, we mm. just call him Whispers because he never shouted. And then he, when he, when it was his, when when it did come around, and he was there, he'd want a JD and Coke opposed to everybody's drinking uh, beer. You can't do no, that. One of those budgets. See you later, mate. I'm Australian. I'm Australian. Absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah, that's no that's good. No it's good. like when you're in a shout with someone, and then it's their turn, and they go home. Oh, the and or they go. Oh, I might get a cocktail now. Will yeah. ya? You'll get a thirty dollar <laughs> cocktail when it's my shout. Let me tell you this: never be the first to shout in a group, right? No, you do want to be the first. No, to you shout. don't, because oh. everybody's there. You got to shout them. Oh. By the time these others who hang back, by the time it's their shout, half the group have gone. See, only a real tight ass would know that. A no, no. real tight ass. Only a person who's I, been done by that ten times. I disagree because I think they've gotten the taste for it by that time and then they're like, oh, I'll get two and they're I'll get two cocktails thirsty. and then you, you're shelling out. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> Sim in Glenmore Park, who's the tight ass? G'day, how you going? Good, oh, look, he's a, he's a mate, uh, a local mate and no doubt he'll be listening in on the radio now so he'll, he'll, Give him well, a he'll shout be found out, out I reckon. Um, look, he refuses, for the last 20 years that I've known him, he refuses to buy fresh milk. So the only <laughs> milk that he has is powdered oh. milk because he reckons fresh milk is overpriced. Because okay. it's, it's um, mostly water. So, yeah, well, anytime we have it, he's, he's, yeah, have have milk is, is powdered milk. Oh, and, and furthermore, um, oh. he, he likes his tea. So when he serves up tea, he actually makes us... Um, Save the tea bags for next time. No. So oh we man, the horrific! Bags, we've got to put them on the side, and, oh, and, no. and he reuses them. So he's he's the ultimate tight. Name times are tough, but it's not the depression. No. Name, Come what's on. his name? Yeah, what's his name? John. Yep. John Lift. No good. No, John <laughs> like that. John. <laughs> the tea bags got that me. is lousy. Uh, Ash in Sutherland. Who's the tight ass mate? Oh, a mate of mine, Damien. He's notorious. It's, oh, I don't reckon that could get any tighter. And this story is a cracker. Great. A couple of years ago, we went and saw the uh, the great 1927 at a local establishment in Cronulla. Mm. And just as we walked in, the boys just grabbed the menu and got a couple of share plates, a couple of pizzas, a tray of olives, a couple of dips. Uh, once we'd all finished, he got the menu, calculated how many pieces of pizza, how many olives, how many crackers and cheese he had, oh, grabbed no. his change and proceeded to count his change out onto oh. the table. And didn't spend a cent more than what he ate. Right. See now. Oh, that's sick. Barred forever. Yeah. Now, anyone who does I'm that. Very best. Very best. Yeah, he hasn't been invited back. Nah. Since. No, you wouldn't be. Do you no, think this is an illness? No, I think it's a badge of honour with some people. <laughs> with this, with Damien, it sounds like it. And I tell you, nothing beats individual olive on on the bill. So you win, Ash. Uh, you've got a hundred dollars <laughs> to spend at Red Rooster on a mega box. Well, you can spend it on more than just the Mega Box, but that's, they've got the Red Roosters uh, calling you to try a Mega Box at Red Rooster today. Good on you.
Thank you very much. No sharing with Damien. No, just barring. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Ash. It's getting a Christmas time. I don't know if I'll I see. I love Christmas. I don't know really? if I'll see you guys before then. I just want to get you some gifts. Really? To say one Merry Christmas and thank you for the year because I've had a lot of fun with you guys. And then it makes me feel really bad because I didn't bring any gifts in. I don't feel so bad about not bringing the gift in, but, yeah. but I will. You shouldn't do feel something. bad, yeah. Candice. Your presence is enough. You should feel bad, Richard. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> so you. I spent most of the week racking my, my gift to you, racking my brain <laughs> on, on what to get you, Richard, because you're the hardest to, to buy for. You're a bit of a Grinch and you're very judgmental. So I was thinking, oh. <laughs> okay, I was thinking, what do I get, Richard? What do I get? The man that has everything. And we definitely talked about this off air. I don't know if it may, it may have made its way on air. It's certainly about to. What do you love most at Christmas? What's your favourite thing at Christmas time? It's clearly one, only one thing. What's that? Christmas cake. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh. <laughs> that's not what okay. I got. Okay. No, no, it's another thing you love at Christmas. If you're having a, a lunch and something. Ham. What do you, what do you, nah, it's not a ham. Oh. No, no, no. Hang on, I'll just... Bonbons. Is it, is it a food stuff? No, it is sort of. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll just well, I know, I have no Bonbons. idea what it is. It's a six-pack of crownies. Oh, oh crownies, yeah. the king of beers. The king of beers. You love crownies. The crownie is the wow. most underrated beer still on the market. How good. There you yes. go. That's for you. I thought you'd like I will enjoy. I thought you would. I will enjoy. Now. That's a great present. You know what? I I, it, it, I lament the, the sad demise of the crownie yes. as the as the primo beer. Not anymore. We're bringing it back, baby. Back in the eighties and nineties, if you had money, you drank crownies. <laughs> That's it. Um, now, unfortunately, as I put them down, I did spend most of the week thinking about what to get Richard for Christmas. So you also got a pack of crownies, a six pack of crownies from the same carton as did producer Beck. So Merry Christmas, and that means one left over for me. At <laughs> That's uh, a thing, you know, crownies at Christmas. It should be. Hashtag it. Get, get it trending, please. Uh, ha, uh, what is it? Crownies for Christmas. Yes. All right, there we go. Get out your crownies. God, if we don't get a sponsorship from this. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> for the final time this year. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix. Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Of a great man, of a Rastafarian, he joins us. Greg Rust, good morning. <laughs> This has been an epic year with you guys. I don't want it to end. <laughs> no, it's uh, it has been enlightening for me too. That uh, trying to find that <laughs> many words that have rust in the name. Well, here's the go. I want you to be the judge of your favourite nickname because we've compiled some of them, Rusty. So here go, they are uh, from throughout the year. Our man, Rustang Sally. Morning. I love the old rust bucket on a Saturday morning. Oh, right. You got with rust bucket. <laughs> the Rustelburger. Ah, oh, yes. Can you hear that? Must be some breeze about because there's some rustling going on. Ah. What's missing between T and Worthy? T and Worthy? Yeah, what's missing? T. T. Rust. Rust, you're damn straight. Oh. Old mate G Rust. Greg Rust, or as I like to call him, Senor Oxido. Uh, yes, that's right. That is Spanish for Mr. <laughs> oh my Rust. God. I believe we got to 100 episodes this week, uh, Rusty. Well yes. done, the man. Yeah. We, we did. Thank you very much. Oh, nice it's to good be to hear. To the full crew, too. Good to hear the old Rustafarian. He's <laughs> bit of fun all year, Rusty. Uh, Rust Bucket is a fave. My mates from high school still call me that. Call me Bucket. Uh, closely <laughs> followed by Senior Oxido. Where uh, did that come from? No, that from? is the worst one. <laughs> Thank no, you so much. That's terrible. That's the, he thinks it's the worst one because I came up with it, Rusty. That's no why good. he hates it. Because you've got to explain it. You've got to explain it. No Do you know good. I only just got the what's between the T and, and the, the worthy? worthy. Yeah. I only no. just got it. Took you, yes. took you several <laughs> months. T Rustworthy. <laughs> yeah, I only just got that. You know where you don't have to explain that? That nickname? No. I, in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to explain it in Spain. Yeah, so if he's, you know, ever in Spain. Uh, let's get into motorsport. Uh, 
Brody Kostecki wrapped up the Supercars title in Adelaide. It's a, it's really an against all odds win, isn't it? A story more people should know about Rusty. Yeah, absolutely. And Roland Dane, a rival former team boss, wrote about this in a column during the week. I mean, he has been at times kind of couch surfing. He's turned up with his life in, in almost like bin liners or garbage bags, hopping from place to place. He's properly learnt how to engineer and build race cars and the entire time just immersed himself in learning the craft of driving, right? So to think that someone like that, without a silver spoon, can make his way and win the championship, I think is just a remarkable story and that's one that needs to be told more widely. Yes, it's very hard when you're on the high wire without a net. Plenty of people have got a net, you know, someone to catch them, yep. someone with yep. money underneath them. Um, am I right in thinking that this uh, this week was on your pod, I think, that uh, he's yep. getting some minor surgery? Yeah, for tonsillitis. So he's actually been battling it um, quite a bit during the year, so much so that at the Gold Coast and even in Adelaide, um, you know, Candice will know what it's like when it comes to, to sporting regulations and, and what medication you can or can't take in these sorts of instances. So so he basically uh, could only take very minor stuff and had to grin and bear it. But he's having uh, literally just overnight has had surgery um, to have those tonsils removed. But unfortunately, it's meant he can't go to America for some postseason racing that he was hoping to do. Now, before you go, we've just got some quick fire questions to finish. All right. So the most impressive feat this season. Arguably, the all, I mean, what did he chalk up? Nearly 20 wins, Max Verstappen, closely followed by Shane Van Gisbergen winning in NASCAR. That blew everybody away. That was unbelievable, wasn't it? Max Verstappen, he's got the best car, no doubt about that. But, mm. but yep. what Shane Van Gisbergen's done in the NASCAR and also driving in rallies and all that sort of thing. He, Correct. He's, he's, he's a On the he's podium. A yeah, very He's good. a freak. All right. What about the biggest disappointment? Don't you reckon those Pelicans on the Newcastle Council for canning the opening round of supercars? Oh, I mean, yeah, that, 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 that was an event that the majority loved, but it sounds like we have, we have um, you know, bent to the minority here, and I just reckon that's dead set wrong. Yep. All right. And to finish, a bold prediction for 2024. Brock Feeney to step out of Shane Van Gisberg and Shadow now that the Giz is off to America to race NASCAR wow. and, and and Brock to potentially win the Supercars Championship. I reckon he's up for it. Yeah, he's right. solid. Who's coming into the Supercars? Who won uh, the seri- Supercar Series 2? Oh, well, there's a couple of youngsters that are emerging through. So there's a young Kiwi, Ryan Wood, who didn't win the title, but, but he has impressed Ryan Walkinshaw so much that Ryan has promoted him straight to the main game alongside Chaz wow. Mostert. So wow. he and another guy, Kai Allen, who's been uh, taken in by Dick Johnson Racing, um, they are arguably, Ryan said to me recently, they are arguably the hottest talent since the likes of Chaz and Scott McLaughlin were coming through the same series about 10 years ago. Very cool. And a question without notice. We've got Ricardo and Piastri in the, in the F1, the two Aussies. Yep. Who will be the next one to join, you reckon? Ooh, next Aussie. Mm. Uh, it's, it's hard to find a window of opportunity at the moment. Jack Doohan's been doing some testing in the Alpine, but we would need some cards to fall his way to create that opportunity. He's, he's the man most likely, Richard. Okay. Well, we do it all thanks to Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. It has been an absolute thrill to talk to you each week, Greg Rust. Have a wonderful uh, holidays, a magical Christmas. Christmas. A Christmas, there it is. It never ends. That, that, that is my worst. That mind year. is always ticking, isn't it, Richard Friedman? I love it. Um, love it. Thank you so much for your, uh, your efforts this year. We'll, we'll catch you next year, Rusty. To you, your family, and all the listeners, Merry, very, uh, Merry Christmas. 
If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Now it is December. You'd think there's not much going on, Candice, but we've got some grand finals to get to. There's some plenty going on yeah. this weekend, and there is tonight the, the WBBL final. Unfortunately, there's no Sydney team in there. The nah. Sixers had a shocker this yeah. year, and the Thunder, well, they didn't. They did better than last year, but they didn't do very well. So it's Adelaide Strikers who won last year. They're taking on the Brisbane Heat at Adelaide Oval tonight. So I think the the Strikers will get that one. They okay. will. But I'm back in the Heat. I love the Heat because I lived in Brisbane for a few years. I had some wonderful. What, what is it about Brisbane? People live there and they're sort of like infected with some virus that they've been. Oh no! So we've got to hold a soft spot. For it is. Brisbane. I don't want to be that guy either because I yeah, do know no, we're in Sydney. It's it's a great city to live. It really is. It's unreal. Really? Okay, but this is a Sydney show, so let's... And I had some wonderful corporate up. experiences at the Brisbane Heat, and I haven't experienced that here, so oh, I mean, and I know, so, like, well, as I look at Candace <laughs> longingly for a box at the Thunder. Right, see what we can do. Hey, see what we, we like can that. Because I can be, I am a turncoat. I will just turn yeah, on really? a dime. Don't we yeah. know it? I will forget the Heat <laughs> ever existed if yeah. I can get to us. What Sydney about the Thunderbox. Dolphins? The Dolphins? Yeah, when you, uh, you were on them. Dolphins never heard of them. About mid-year? Brendo just likes the corporate box. If you can get a corporate box, he'll Absolutely. for any team. Uh, but there is another grand final, and it's the AFLW grand final. Yes. Uh, North Melbourne's taking on Brisbane. Come on, what, the Lions. <laughs> what a year for Brisbane. First of all, they made the two grand finals uh, in the AFL and the NRL. And lost, lost both. both. both yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, no. That was a good year. No. <laughs> and now oh, they're no. in two finals this weekend. Because you're thinking the strikers will win. They probably will. They can probably only will, hope yes. they'll lose both. Oh, my again. God. Who are the Lions playing? Sorry, North Melbourne. North Melbourne. They've been all right this year, too. The yeah. Kangaroos. Oh, no. This could be a bad year for Brisbane. But lots to celebrate up there. Mm. And then, Coming second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sydney Kings, well, they got beaten last night by the Perth Wildcats. Mm. Uh, 114 to 105. A-League, there's... Plenty of games on there. The Wanderers, well, they drew last night to Brisbane Raw. FC are playing Perth Glory at Allianz Stadium tonight at 7.45. And the Matildas, well, we all love the Matildas. They're playing Canada in a friendly today at 2.30. No Uh, Sam Kerr. No Sam Kerr. Injured. No. So Canada are the reigning Olympic champions. So this could be a good game. We dusted them in the the World Cup. Yes. So can we do it again? They'll be hard to beat at home. Okay. We can do it. Hey, did you hear about this? Um, Live Golf has reportedly made a $600 million bid to steal away world number three John Rahm away from the PGA Tour. Wow, that's massive. How much? $600 million. What would you pay a golfer that for? I, couldn't that money be better spent? Well, not by John Rahm. No, I mean, <laughs> great if you can get it, right? Well... Uh, that is extraordinary. I don't know. I would. He has to take it. Well, to put it into context, the, the biggest uh, contract at the moment is valued at two hundred million, and that's Phil Mickelson. Four hundred million extra. That's a lot is, of money. Is he four hundred million dollars better than Phil? I don't know. He's pretty good. He's and, a great player, but he's a golfer. But now live players are allowed to play the the big PGA tournaments. Yeah, they are. But you know what? I, I suspect that they're going to start to suffer those live golfers. Why? Less golf, less competitive, three rounds. You watch, things will start to go awry. I tipped this early. Yeah. I've had the nose rubbed in it until now. <laughs> well, we'll now, see. Time will tell. Time hey, will what, tell. Speaking of golf, what yes. about Minwoo Lee in the Australian Open, which is on at the moment? Mm. Oh. Um, he's 12 under. He's three strokes clear. But he started off yesterday's round behind the leader. 
and some of the shots he played. Yeah. Some of those chipping out of the bunkers and so, it was just he, incredible. Yeah. He, he leads uh, Patrick Rogers at American by threes on nine under, and then there's Connor Sign, who's on uh, who's a Scottish player. He's on nine under as well. So it, it's great. It's on at the moment, and then the women's they play the same tournament. And they've had to use two different courses for the first couple of rounds. They've oh. used the Lakes and the Australian. Mm. But I think this weekend, now that they've they're had the, the cut, Australian. they're at the Australian. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Ji Shin, a Korean player, is is leading that tournament at nine under from uh, Ashley Buhai, which is sorry, who who's is... leading that one? Ji Shin, got it. Listen, we're going around again next year. I, which I'm stunned. Some of us are. Well, I'm stunned that. They've, they've allowed you back, Richard. You'll be back next right. year. No one's more stunned than me. Uh, with me, unfortunately, Candice, you won't be with you us. Too. No. So I, look, this is a real hard one because I love this show and I've had so much fun over last year and this year and getting to know everyone and, and hmm. doing the quiz and all the fantastic people who call up and make me laugh. But my little girls need me. And, yeah. and on a Saturday, I've been missing their, their sport. And I know that probably seems only a little minor, but when they're so young and they're playing netball each Saturday and I'm not there, I feel, I really do feel like I miss out on things. And, um, so yeah, I'll be spending more time with the kids and I'm with them every day. I know, but it's those little things, but oh, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's why I won't be returning, but no. I, you know what, if you do need me from time to time, I'm only a phone call away. I'd love to come back and, and, and do the quiz, but it has been an absolute. <laughs> hang on. Hang no, no, no. It won't be. No, if you're coming back, quiz. that's the thing. If you're yeah. coming back, there's no quiz involved for no. Richard. No. <laughs> He's yeah. making ultimatum. You forfeited oh. quiz when no. you said you were leaving. No. And that's, you know, maybe we do the carryover champion and maybe you can host the quiz. Maybe you can step out of what we're doing next year because you're not on the show. Oh, okay. So I don't have any say. No. We are going to miss you terribly. Oh, yeah. And that's oh. the thing. because And we've just organised this for you. And by oh. we, I mean producer Beck. Oh, these <laughs> so Richard so, didn't have a say oh, in this. They uh, beautiful. But there, there is there's the, the pin, oh. see the big peony yeah. rose in the centre? Yeah. That one was from me. Um, it, it's a big bunch of flowers because it is a non-visual medium. But, <laughs> but they are beautiful. And I'm a real flower person. They are absolutely stunning. Well, you're a beautiful human. Beautiful. We have loved. Oh, well, I, well, I can't you. talk for Richard. I think I talk for Richard. We've yeah, loved. We've loved um, our time with you. And, and I knew you before this, but after this year, I consider you such a great mate. It's been so much fun. Oh, you're a you, legend of a human. You, you are. Yeah, you're. You're a very good broadcaster. And oh, listen, guys, this and, is too much. And now. you are. You are. You are a really good person. For, okay. Yeah. Now you're going to make me cry, and Richard's going to cry. No, I'm not going to. No, cry. he's not going to cry. <laughs> No, you've you've misread that one terribly. <laughs> but um, I want to make you cry. Yeah, come oh, on, no. cry. We do. No, we I'm love you very cry. much, and we hope you know that because we yeah. always have a yeah. lot. Of, I truly off air. I wish you could hear some of the things we do off air. Yeah. <laughs> we just have so much fun on a Saturday, and you we will do. be very much yeah. missed. So, that, and, and I will miss the show. Hmm. Well, it's it's the funnest show I've ever been involved with, and I've been involved with this family years now, like eight or ten or something Lots. like that, and. I hope you enjoyed your time on it. Yeah, yeah, I have. But you know what? I will be back on Monday. You will. Um, doing summer, summer breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not like I you won't hear no. me. No. And you will be coming off the bench when we need you. We're going to hold you to that. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm more than happy for that. Great. Um, Excellent. You've got to sit through Richard's list of grievances no. next. It's getting a run right no, after you do. this. No. <laughs> you sit through it. He's done a lot of quizzes. Okay? I've had to be humiliated by that quiz every week. There we go. <laughs> So ends another year. It's been a wonderful one. Thank you uh, for your time this year. No, I mean, you had to you. be here contractually, but 
You. <laughs> yeah, pleasure. You've yeah, been incredible, Brendo. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Good yeah. fun. What I, an addition. I didn't know you before you, you joined this team and this, this show. Mm. And at first I thought, who's this guy? Terrific. And now at the end, I think, hey, he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> Thanks so much. That actually means a lot coming from you. It's as good as it gets uh, from me. It's been a fun year. If you've missed anything from the show or the year, you can find it on the podcast, on the listener app there. Uh, we can't go without one more walk around the block with this. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> you're going to hear about it. Richard's list of grievances. All right, I've gone topical. For the last three years, I have watched, because I live near there, the Roselle Interchange being constructed. This is another traffic thing. And finally, Jesus. it opens. Right? Yeah. It fin- last week, it opens. And I'm very excited, thinking all these people who stopped me from getting into Victoria Road out of Balmain there, mm. uh, they're going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, but no. Little did I know that the good burgers of Dremoyne and Gladesville and all the way out to Parramatta there, they must have had some mind-bending drug put in the water Mm. because they won't use the tunnel. There's a brand-new tunnel being built for them all the way into the city, stops, gets to the the Anzac Bridge, and it's free. But no. It's a free tunnel. It's a free tunnel. And no one's using it. And no one's using it. Nah, that's madness. Sorry. They are lining up. To get into the single lane no. that goes Why? over the hill. Why is this? And they're backed up to the Gladesville Bridge every morning. Is it hard to enter the tunnel? Two lanes. The right two no. lanes. Go into the tunnel. Why aren't get they? Get into the tunnel. Oh, I was What's wrong was... with you people? <laughs> it's absolutely fair. I was ready to go him on this, but that's absolutely fair. What aren't you doing in the what tunnel? What is wrong with it? Is it a brain-free zone out past yeah. the Iron Cove Bridge there? Madness. Get in the tunnel. Get in the tunnel. It's free. You know how they got confused? How? There's a sign that shows the tunnel. It says, city, this mm. way, tunnel. And it's got, branching off the tunnel, the M8 goes mm. out to the airport. Toll. Yeah. They've seen that toll and gone, nah, not going in there. Mm. I'd rather line up for 40 minutes to get over the hill. Maybe they watched too many Looney Tunes, you know, when they used to paint the tunnel on the wall and they're Just like, no, I better not. Because Wiley Coyote did that heaps. <laughs> into the tunnel. Get into the tunnel this Christmas, Okay. It's free. It's free. Um, Richard would know. He's a tight ass. So few things are as well. So if you want to take your family on a fun day, just get into the free tunnel. You go to the city and not to the airport. It's free. There you go. Uh, Have a very (laughs) merry Christmas. We'll catch you on Monday. You're on summer breakfast. Absolutely you will. Oh, good. I'm doing the countdown after you guys as well. That'll be fun. What will be number one? I don't know. I can't tell you. I do have the Excel spreadsheet, but I can't tell you. (laughs) He's ruined, as he ruins radio for everyone. Enjoy your day. We'll catch you uh, next year. Don't waste your life.